If you had the chance, would you change the world? Welcome. I'm your host, Ebony Gustav, and this is Cooperative Journal, where I interview mutual aid initiatives and cooperatives from around the world who are creating alternatives to our current economic system. Ministry of Space is a collective from Belgrade, Serbia, that was founded in 2011 with the aim of reflecting on the future of cities. They act in the field of urban and cultural policies, sustainable city development, fair use of common resources, and the involvement of citizens in the urban development of their environment. In this episode, I interview co-founders Eva Chuchik and Marko Aksentevich about how to shift ownership of the commons into the hands of citizens, tips on fostering citizen engagement, resistance they've received from the government, some of their DIY projects, and they offer advice on how we can revitalize cities to be people-centered post-pandemic. Hello, Eva and Marco. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to learn about the work that the Ministry of Space Collective is doing in Serbia. So can you please start off by giving an overview about the collective and the inspiration behind it? Hi, thank you for having us. Uh, well, yeah, both Marco and uh, and me, we are uh, co-founders of the Collective Ministry of Space. In Serbian, it's Ministarstvo Prostora. And we started it uh, 10 years ago. Next month will be 10 years. Um, yeah, we're preparing a lot of stuff for, the, for our 10th anniversary. Uh, hopefully, uh, the corona will uh, chill a bit uh, because we have a big plans. Uh, well, we started um, basically uh, as forming different initiatives uh, under different names uh, in order to tackle the question of how our cities develop and how the cities are developed uh, according to which needs and uh, how we can um, mobilize people around the issues of, let's say, in general, spatial justice. So, and what were like the, the, the first steps were the intervention in, in public spaces, uh, both in the open spaces, but also in the buildings, uh, in those that are publicly uh, owned. Um, and some of them were not publicly owned because we didn't have the right information when we were searching for it. So uh, maybe we also squatted the private property, but not with the intention to do that at the, at the beginning. So uh, the first few actions was, uh, were basically uh, activating the property that is neglected, decaying, um, that we thought can be used differently through collective action. Um, and uh, yeah, this is kind of in short how it was in the beginning. And then we developed uh, our collective uh, uh, in kind of different fields that are all related to the city development and urban issues, so from urban commons to housing, planning, citizen participation in, in planning processes. Uh, we were also uh, very engaged in the uh, process of um, a development project in Belgrade or Belgrade Waterfront, uh, which is uh, basically um, privatization of 100 hectares of city centre, turning the city centre into luxurious residential and, and office part uh, of the city. And uh, as, as the opposition, we uh, created uh, the movement called Don't Let Belgrade Drown, 
which uh, managed to uh, mobilize uh, and gather uh, almost 25,000 people and to protest for many years. Uh, but besides of this kind of uh, street actions and protest, we also 24-7, um, uh, we were also 24-7 tracking uh, every single phase of, uh, of that project. Um, and we didn't manage to stop it. But what that brought was um, kind of the, the fact, the, the sense of politicization of urban planning issue in Belgrade. And it also empowered different uh, initiatives, uh, neighborhood um, groups, uh, local uh, smaller groups to react when their parts of their neighborhood are uh, endangered by, by development uh, projects. So in that sense, I would see that as, as a huge ach achievement. And also the movement now has its own life. It became a political platform um, based on the, on the idea of municipalism that became very popular uh, in 2000, let's say 16, 17 in Europe, where we're entering the local institutions and uh, governments on the, on the city level, trying to bring some kind of change. So that, that was the direction of, of the initiative. And we decided to go back to what we were doing before, working with the grassroots, creating uh, kind of alternative proposals to what we see, uh, advocating, campaigning, and doing a research on the topic that we find uh, important. Marco, I don't know if you would like to add uh, something. Well, you you summed it up quite well. Uh, I mean, although it's now that you enlist uh, 10 years of our history, it does sound uh, much more pretentious than, than it was when we started 10 years ago in the dust of, uh, of uh, one of abandoned buildings on the outskirts of, of Belgrade. So I guess that uh, the moral of our story is that you shouldn't go squatting unless you are ready to end up dealing with city development on much larger scale. Yeah, so Eva, you spoke about the commons and how that's a focus of your work. Um, can you explain what the commons are and how you all are working to shift ownership of them? Well, yeah, so we understand commons as kind of a third approach between the state and market uh, dichotomy or public-private dichotomy in terms of ownership uh, and, and governance as well. And we try to practice the commons, but also to uh, contribute to the learnings about the commons. So we recently published a book about the spaces of commoning uh, and urban commons in the XU region. So we did kind of um, theoretical framework on, on urban commons, but also uh, uh, the analysis of 15 case studies from uh, Serbia, Kosovo and, and Montenegro to see what is happening there. So we understand commons as the resources that are governed by, by the community uh, of its users uh, on their uh, uh, rules and norms that are and basically common interests that is defined by, by that community, but also as a political act of claiming the resources and, and fighting against the privatization and commodification of the resources that basically belong to all of us. So in that sense, um, the cases that I kind of uh, ran through uh, without even naming them, uh, that we were involved directly, were our attempts to create uh, spaces of commoning uh, in Belgrade and in Serbia. 
So we started by squatting uh, the building of Phoenix Film, uh, but that was basically what we actually wanted was to create a space where everybody uh, feels the ownership over it, uh, where like the ownership is shared, the the, the governance models model governance yeah management model is based on how we decide uh, all together to run uh, the space based on the principles of horizontality which was 10 years ago very difficult so you know you introduce like the meeting is the place where we make decisions and people are like yeah uh, right who is the boss here you know so <laughs> now we changed a bit uh, and there are models that are now established on the on the basis of commons like uh, for example magazine the cultural and social center in the in the city of Belgrade, but it took a, a long period of time to uh, kind of uh, create that atmosphere uh, here. Marco, you wanted to add something. I saw that you unmuted. Uh, well, no, I was about to say that it's not uh, easy now either. Uh, <laughs> but you being an uh, optimist uh, tend to, to present as it is. Uh, no, it, it is, uh, it is uh, uh, quite a struggle and probably the biggest one that, uh, that we had. So for instance, when we started with this uh, squad in Inex film, so like, you know, we had uh, all these threats that were identified, you know, the police will come and kick us out, uh, you know, the getting electricity will be a problem. and uh and, and all these things that one could come up when 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 like entering such a novel endeavor uh but then like all of this became completely trivial uh and especially in comparison to these like you know mutual relations within the the people who are now you know discovering this uncharted uh, territory so you know belgrade unlike uh, Western Europe, uh, at least, uh, does not have a, a long history of, 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 of squatting, uh, to say the least. So it, it is, uh, there is no culture. I mean, like in in general, I mean, like so. I mean, Eva can probably talk much more about the the you know, the, the different uh, commons uh, practice that that we had here during the the, the socialism and things like that. But uh, it it is uh, quite uh, Quite a challenge to 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 get people working on 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 terms of understanding something that 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 we are doing as as a joint endeavor and not like the collection of of individual needs. So like you know we really had like you know spent uh, hundreds of hours you know talking with people, uh, trying foremost to explain like you know why are we in in this because like you know we don't have like a, an obvious material reason unlike somebody who who you know squats the building to get the the studio or whatever they need uh but then also like you know the making people re relate to each other on on these terms cooperation in general is quite difficult for people to understand and non-hierarchy um and um I guess having that agency over a uh, property and just like ownership in general is quite difficult for people to grasp. So I'm curious um, what kind of techniques were you using to foster citizen engagement in urban development and the commons? Uh, well, I mean, so for the, it's uh, 
like this like urban development uh, actions are a bit different because they do have uh, a regular procedure that envisions that people uh, you know could take part you know they can comment whatever proposal uh, is on agenda and then like some commission that is doing the plan on the city development will uh, you know reflect on these comments and give some answers uh, but in practice nothing functions <laughs> like, like that uh, you know this only exists so that you know it could be said that like you know there is a procedure uh, and so like you know if you if you're not satisfied with like you know what's happening with the city well you know you didn't uh, you know take part in the procedure and if you take part in the procedure then like the the, the most generic uh, answer that you get is that like you know your your comment is not uh, justified like you know it's not even that they go into the argument so you know in, in our uh, in our uh, especially in our work on this uh, tackling this waterfront project that Eva mentioned in the beginning, uh, you know, we really took uh, an effort to illustrate, you know, the, the how ridiculous this uh, and, you know, not inclusive this whole process is. So, like, you know, we started with, uh, you know, organizing a massive uh, gatherings with people where they, we are doing like this, like, you know, collective work on producing, the, you know, the comments on the proposed changes of the general urban plan that was, that were made so that they could accommodate this waterfront uh, project. Uh, so like, you know, we had like, you know, bunch of uh, experts, but also like, you know, common people uh, who were like, you know, stopping by to, 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 to take part in the, in, in this whole thing. So like, you know, then we, you know, went with like, you know, thousands of, of, of these comments that were uh, submitted to, to the, you know, this public uh, event that were like, you know, this, democracy should take place but it's uh, and you know none of the the comments although like you know somewhere implying that uh, the change that the plant changes are you know like how do you say this uh, that you know they, they should not be able to be made you know according to the to to the you know constitution and other like you know legal documents that regulated the, the urban development so you know then then like you know we took uh, a step further and like, you know, in the next instance when they were like, you know, adopting the, the very plan for the waterfront development, you know, we brought all these like, you know, beach equipment, uh, like, you know, and like we were making noise on, on, on this uh, public assembly. So that like, you know, we show that, that you know, there is no, no, and the funny thing is that like, you know, they, they even embraced it so like you know they literally like so although like you know we made such a noise that like you know you know it, it was unworkable conditions uh like you know they were pretending as you know as if things were going normal so they were like you know calling everybody by name so oh like you know they are not you know answering so like we can go more so like you know it's like it's even a more uh, appropriate setting for them is that like you know it's completely dysfunctional than than not so in that sense, you know, like it's uh, it's uh, it's it's a hard task to to bring people uh, and you know convince them to to you know take part in 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 the city development, where the mechanisms that exist are like you know completely uh, you know there for for no other reason than to exist and claim that like you know there is a, there is a democracy. 
so in that sense, like, you know, this task of bringing people into the citizens' participation is really uh, a troublesome, you know, it's also like, you know, sometimes, you know, my, my, uh, you know, my fear is that, like, you know, we are, you know, bringing people into, like, you know, a very likely disappointment uh, of the process. So, like, you know, we mostly now work with the, the different groups uh, within the city that uh, usually organize around like some kind of development that's taking place that is you know undesirable in their uh, uh, environment it's most commonly it's like you know there's like a new gas station being built or uh, or uh, you know expansion of the of the streets and and and, and, and things like that and you know this is an unfortunate but like you know it is that uh, the fact that like you know it it is kind of the only energy uh, that like you know is there to 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 influence the city development at, at the moment are the people who like you know strongly oppose like something that's already on the plate so like you know we are i mean and, and this is like something that we internally uh, struggle a lot is like you know trying to 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 make you know to, to energize people and, and especially like you know as a specific communities to like be more proactive in this uh, in, in this development, so that it's not like you know us who I mean us when I say us I mean like you know citizens who are like saying you know we don't want it. Uh, I mean it's really funny when you look into the like you know all these groups that like you know had like you know some kind of history so like you know so that they they already have like some name label whatever. They all start with like you know we don't want to give or like you know stop this stop that. So that's kind of uh, uh, a, a rough reality uh, that we, we live in. I probably diverted a bit from the original question, but Eva can take. No, yeah, I would like to add, uh, uh, it really depends on the situation and on the topic that we would like to address. Uh, mostly uh, what we learned is that it, it is good to use humor. So we really tried a lot in different actions to uh, kind of be as creative as possible and, you know, kind of make uh, unexpected situation out of uh, out of something in order to uh, mobilize, to get them closer because it's uh, the narrative of uh, of uh, privatization, non-transparent businesses, corruption, shady uh, development is something that is coloring every aspect of our lives. So when you start talking to people, those are the first things that, and the words that you will use in order to explain what is the problem. And in one mo moment, people just could not uh, handle it anymore. You know, it's too much. And so we need to create different kind of narrative in order to uh, uh, have their attention. And that's what we learned, why we decided to enter the city hall with all the beach equipment was be because on the previous session on the public uh, discussion on general plan, we brought the choir. We asked the self-organized choir from Belgrade to come there and sing. And like all the media broadcasted about the choir and not about the fact thousand uh, objectives sent to the plan. So we were like, aha, okay. So we need to create every time these kind of actions in order to have some space uh, in the media that will uh, uh, raise the awareness in, in a wider uh, public and also how it's also with with the movement you know in one point you are um, taking all these actions in the bureaucratic uh, line 
but people cannot understand it. It's, it's too complicated. You don't know how to translate them in the, and not to make them banal, you know, but to simplify them. That's what we learned later. But then we decided to introduce a big yellow duck as a symbol of the movement. You know, and when it first came in front of the parliament, the huge yellow duck like you have in your bathtub, um, super yellow, and back then super fresh, you know, everybody was like kind of surprised. And what, what is this? And we put additional meaning to the duck. You know? So it became kind of really um, unexpected symbol of resistance in that moment, you know? So people were like having these ducks and showing them like, yeah, we're on your side, you know, with, with that small thing, which everyone has, especially if you have kids in, in their home. And then to go back to commons, what the movement uh, also achieved was this sense of commons through the narrative that it was used. When, for example, the message uh, slogan, the city is ours, were introduced and used through all the uh, protests that were taking this massive protest that were taking place in for like two years almost, it would explicitly refer to the notion of commons uh, and collective control over uh, resources, uh, also to kind of uh, fair uh, access to the resources. Um, and that's something that kind of uh, brought closer the whole idea to people, I would say. I love that. I think it's so important to make it digestible to the masses because then otherwise it's just like this very small group of radical people that are talking about like neoliberalism and how capitalism is bad and all this stuff, but then people can't relate to it. So it's, I love that you guys came up with like a common symbol to address um, the privatization of the commons, something that everyone can um, really connect to. Um, so I want to hear more about the government's reaction to how you guys addressed the things that they were doing in Belgrade. Um, have you received resistance in your advocacy for transparency and developing um, more people-centered and participatory public spaces? Marco, yes, please. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, uh, well, yeah, I mean, to, the, to say that we experienced resistance to, towards our actions would be to minimize uh, what, what we have been living ever ever since we got onto uh, on the radar i mean so i mean do we uh well there are like you know i guess there are two two phases of our existence uh, that are you know that are changed by this like waterfront project and our oppositions over that so you know previous to to that uh we and as eva mentioned in the beginning like you know we were doing uh, different actions uh, through different entities like you know we would have for you know each uh, specific uh, kind of actions a different entity where we would like you know bring up different people so for instance you know we were occupying uh cinemas uh, you know under one umbrella and like you know having this campaign in you know in, in relation to the to the privatized cinema you know under umbrella of you know, Return of the Written Off, which is the, the very famous partisan movie in, or like the TV series uh, here. Uh, 
and you know then like you know we you know we would be able to do quite uh, a tricky advocacy work so like, you know we when, when we went to occupy one of the central cinemas in in city of belgrade like you know previous to that like you know we had meetings with all the cultural editors in different uh, different media so that like you know once this happens you know they have an angle that is uh, like you know kind of a favorable to, towards our actions and you know we also like you know knew to choose the battles which uh, which are worth fighting you know and cinemas were like you know especially uh, grateful because you know they are like you know these places that people have like quite a sentimental uh, relations towards and then in, in especially like you know belgrade cinemas they have been like you know privatized by the guy who has been already convicted for the some kind of like you know tax uh, criminal actions you know in relations to this so like you know there was no uh, there was like a very fruitful ground for us to 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 go and tackle this like you know massive privatization of uh, of previously like you know socially owned uh, spaces on the on the issue of 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 uh, cinemas you know so like you know it is one thing to discuss how like you know this privatization is affecting life uh, you know in 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 more like you know intellectual circles but then like you know once you have to take an action like it has to be something that's very very uh, visible to people and so like you know we managed to have like you know the the, uh, the day after the occupation because of such a media response that was like you know well prepared on, on our side uh, and this uh, you know right moment in which this happens we had the, the the chamber of culture of the national parliament like you know discussing how the now this particular cinema should be nationalized uh because like you know it, there is such a demand i mean which is funny because like you know from all the problems in this country like the the lack of the cinema in the city of belgrade in the center of city of belgrade is probably the least uh, the thing that like you know the the, the the assembly of you know serbia should take in, you know into consideration but uh you know that's uh like i guess like you know one kind of success that that we had in this time you know, in this like you know guerrilla tactics, where like you know we would present ourselves as a as a as a one entity and, and go on about it. Uh, but then, like you know, once we tackle this uh, waterfront project, which is kind of uh, like you know is presented as like you know the the biggest uh, development project that that we are undertaking. Uh, which is really, you know, ridiculous because, like, it, it uh, you know, it is uh, like a development of a residential and, like, you know, some some retail, uh, like, you know, office spaces, whatever, you know, on the position of uh, previously, like, you know, the, the train station. And so, like, you know, and the funny thing is that, like, you know, the so the, the now president of this country would like you know he would accuse us like you know of being these like you know retrograde people who are uh you know fighting against the the progress you know just like you know in the 18th century 19th century like you know people were fighting against you know the railway as as a progress at the time and like you know i mean like you know unlike you know 
us, you know, I mean, I, 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 or like them, you know, we are like, you know, actually like, you know, trying to save the, you know, the railway station to be in the city center. I mean, like, you know, that is the, the perk of modernism is like, you know, you, you, you arrive to the city center by train, but now like, you know, you arrive to the city, like, you know, either by bus or by, by train to like, you know, it's suburbs and then like, you know, you see how you, how you navigate through the city and like, you know, instead like, you know, these like, you know, uh, wealthy should like, you know, reside and like, you know, instead of a rail station have a, a, a yacht, you know, how do you say this, like a yacht harbor like on the, on the coast of Sava to, to, to accommodate. So anyway, uh, I mean, the, this was like, you know, initial reaction to us and to the criticism of the, of the waterfront uh, project, but then, like you know, as the things uh, progressed and like you know, the uh, animosity grew uh, larger and larger, uh, so were the actions of the of the government towards us. Uh, so I mean, like you know, we would uh, uh, regularly end up on the you know cover pages of of uh, local tabloid uh, newspapers with like you know some fake stories about, uh, you know, our handling of the money, you know, implying that there is a huge money behind, uh, you know, our opposition to, to towards them and, like, you know, it's a, it's a huge scam, you know, run by the, the you know, CIA or wh whoever. Uh, and then, like, you know, we also were, you know, followed and, you know, surveyed. Uh, I mean, like, you know, our lives had to change dramatically uh because like you know we became all of a sudden we became like you know i mean you know some of us even you know are public figures but for sure like you know we were like you know people who were you know holding this public you know visibility of of the whole thing so like you know we were under like a huge scrutiny and a huge pressure from the i mean mostly government owned media but also like you know other uh, other resources that they were putting against us. Yeah, I mean, not, nothing to add. Uh, our <laughs> lives uh, turned upside down, yeah, that, that's what happened. And uh, you don't have uh, any space to defend yourself. Uh, we, when we started opposing Belvedere Waterfront, we were immediately banned from media. So, and the government is controlling basically the whole media space, at least like the mainstream media. So they can say whatever they want and you can defend yourself in your like Facebook page, uh, which of course has a limited uh, reach. Um, and the latest, latest case was um, the two plans that are taking uh, place in Belgrade. One is related to, um, to the development project plan in the city forests. Uh, in one of the most important city forests. So the government decided to cut down 30 acres of, of the city forest in order to uh, build uh, half million of square meters. And Belgrade uh, is already, uh, this is the second year, uh, most polluted city in the world. So we are all having now installed air visual applica applications because you just, you cannot believe that you can see, you can see and smell the air every single day. You know? So we are cutting the forest instead of like, implementing some kind of natural based solution in order to survive. Uh, and the second plan is uh, uh, also a huge development project, uh, 4.5 million square meters on the water spring uh, in Belgrade, 
which provides water to the whole city. You know, and that plan was adopted today. And we, with other groups, uh, both kind of grassroots groups, but also uh, experts, uh, organizations, and associations, uh, wrote dozens of objections and tried to stop these plans. And from the other side, from the government, we received everything started with his Facebook status, then it was like uh, later um, um, uh, shared to all the media that we are stealing millions and we are not paying taxes. And that's a dialogue, you know, and you can say what I mean, and there is no space where you can say, uh, well, I don't. And even if I don't pay taxes, there's something is wrong with this state, you know, and you're representing it. I mean, just send the cops, you don't, you don't put that on your Facebook. And so these kind of things, and you are trying to struggle in the circumstances which are really, uh, really difficult. Wow. That's crazy. Also, the fact that you, that Belgrade is the second most polluted city in the world. Like, that's something that we don't hear about at all. I was actually the first. Wow. Yeah, I was reading that 7,000 people die from air pollution every year in Belgrade compared to 50 in other parts of the world. That's insane. And to Marco's point about progression and how they think that you guys are going against progression it's like we can be progressive but still in alignment with nature and still design cities that are beautiful and that are technologically advanced but are not completely extractive um do you guys see any hope for collaboration with the government well eva is better than hope <laughs> no this particular government is now in its uh, decadent uh, phase so I mean you know hopefully it doesn't last too long but like you know it for us like it's really uh, I mean even impossible to imagine uh, like any kind of constructive collaboration like you know we still uh, you know try to do some work uh, with uh, like local municipalities elsewhere in Serbia where like you know we don't have such a, a stigmatic status yet uh, and that uh, you know has been you know somewhat uh, constructive uh, but like you know in general uh, you know in, in relation to like you know achieving some kind of uh, reasonable change within the, the system like things have been only worse since we started. Well, I would love to hear more about the guerrilla tactics and DIY projects that you guys have done, um, even though the government is not um, trying to work with you guys. So I know that um, you've implemented some due to disinvestment in art and cultural spaces like the Open Art Gallery and the work that you did with cinemas and Expedition in X Film. So, if you guys could speak on some of those. Yeah, well, Expedition in X Film was the first thing we did uh, as, a, as a Ministry of Space. I mean, back then we were not even the organization, we, we knew each other from like different circumstances, you know, like from um, like hanging out, parties, parks, you know, these kind of things. And we just started discussing uh, about having a space. Uh, that could be a social and cultural center and that can just like be a space where people can 
uh, can fulfill their needs. So we were pure amateurs on how we deal with this kind of thing. So we were just like, okay, let's enter to building and then see what, what will happen. And I mean, the magic happened uh, and we learned a lot, uh, a lot from that particular example, but it also motivated us to get more involved into the issue of how public property and public spaces are managed and why they need to be commodified. Uh, so it led directly to the campaign uh, of, um, uh, of uh, occupation of cinemas or, or liberation of cinemas, uh, which we did for three years and which ended with the occupation of Cinema Zvezda, the, the, the cinema in the city center, that was even uh, uh, announced as the biggest cultural event in 2014. Like, I mean, it really kind of brought huge public uh, attention uh, over there and even kind of Alan Badiou uh, was uh, giving his interview over there and uh, Michel Gondry, the French director, he did uh, a short uh, animation movie for the crowdfunding campaign so it was kind of even outside of the borders of Serbia something that was interesting, uh, interesting for people and the street gallery was our attempt to um, enter a dialogue with back then it was a democratic government i mean democratic it was named a democratic government uh, in serbia uh, where we wanted to uh, create a model of uh, let's say temporary use of public space um, that can be managed by the civil society organization grassroots group so we did manage to create the contract and we had the contract uh, for five years uh, we lost it uh, in the moment when the city decided to take over all the spaces from the, uh, from the municipality because Belgrade, the administrative structure is like the city and then 17 municipalities, which were kind of uh, independent in their uh, work, especially with the, with the spatial resources until 2016. So we lost the contract, but we decided to stay there. And the street gallery is still uh, existing. Uh, this is the eight year, actually in April will be nine years of having a program every two or three weeks. And we also uh, negotiated uh, with the municipality uh, for that space for two years. So in total, it's 11 years of investing your life into a really narrow and neglected and super small passage in the city center. But we somehow managed and to make this as a complete absurdity. So we are illegally there. The city is um, non-stop threatening us that they will demolish it and create uh, a nice public space uh, with shops and you know uh, bars and stuff. And the Ministry of Culture is supporting it through their funds, even though we are there illegally. So it's kind of you know like the 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 environment where you just need to navigate and surf as you as you can. Interesting. So it's the so the local municipality is on your side, but you're getting funding through the municipality to do it. Ministry of Culture. Okay. Because I'm wondering how you all got the funding to even do these DIY projects. I know that you mentioned a crowdfunding campaign, but were there other ways? Uh, at the beginning, they, they were mostly DIY. So basically, um, our uh, on, on a voluntary basis and through social capital that each of us had and have still, 
um, and later, a few years later, we figure out that you can also apply for funding and uh, that you can kind of get some kind of support uh, for the thing that you're doing. So we learn how to do uh, fundraising. We are not like experts, but still it's enough to, uh, to cover the needs that we need to have for our activities. Mostly funded from, from the, this is just uh, one case with the Ministry of Culture for the Street Gallery, but uh, for all other activities, it's mostly uh, funding from different European uh, goals. I think the Street Gallery is brilliant. I would love to do one in New York. I don't know how that would work, um, navigating the government and getting permission to do that, but I think it's beautiful to have an, a public space where people could just spontaneously walk by and see beautiful art or hear a performance um, in an otherwise abandoned part of the city. Um, so I was really inspired when I saw that. And um, for exp Expedition NX Film, that was also pretty incredible because you guys created um, like artist studios and a gallery space. Um, but does it still exist? Because I think I was reading that it doesn't. What happened to that initiative? Well, now this uh, your answer will depend on who will answer, uh, Eva or, <laughs> or me. I tend to have a more tragic, uh, although I would say more uh, truthful uh, perception of, of how things went. Well, so I mean, the Inex film, uh, I mean, you know, it was really brilliant in, in, in its existence. And like, you know, it, for me, like, you know, it really took me uh, to leave being an active member of the whole uh, thing to really appreciate uh, what we created because like you know as we mentioned in the beginning like you know these like internal dynamics were uh, quite harsh and like you know one thing that we for sure learned in the in, in this uh, expedition that that we had in the next film uh, was to set up some rules in the beginning so like you know our in initial uh, you know, start was no like you know we are uh, you know we are gathering here on this like you know uh, when back then we thought publicly owned uh, building uh, and like you know it doesn't belong to anybody uh, so like you know we are collectively are now like you know are gonna like you know decide on the rules of how are we gonna use the space how are we gonna fund the space and all these things like you know on this like you know almost like you know romantic. Uh, uh, recreation of you know settlers you know on the ship you know deciding how will they live in the new colony or whatever uh, but uh, you know that created uh, like a lot of tensions because like you know we had like really uh, a wide array of characters uh, taking part and they really like you know having issue to even decide on like you know what do we consider to be uh, you know a legitimate decision from the from our assembly although like you know we had like a regular meetings but there was like you know a lot of traction and it really like you know became uh, too demanding to say the the least you know emotionally to 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 participate because there was a lot of like you know name saying and all these uh, i mean I, I don't even remember like now that i think about it i don't even remember what were the causes 
uh, but like you know, it was really like you know this and like you know things were like really trivial. Like you know, you know, I, the one thing that I remember was like you know who is taking out the garbage, like you know things like that. Like you know, like I mean, as as with living in you know any other uh, community. Uh, but anyway, so like you know, we ended like you know, Inexium ended up having like a lot of autonomous spaces from each other. So like you know, if you were to visit Inexium, like you know, you could go from one studio to another, uh, you know, buy drinks uh, in, in multiple uh, venues, and like you know, like you know, have like different programs that are completely not uh, not coordinated. Like you know, they are like you know, hateful towards each other. But like you know, you you get to enjoy like you know these. Uh, uh, explosion of, of, of freedom on the outskirts of Belgrade. But then, like, you know, these relations became, like, you know, so, uh, so tense that, like, you know, in one instance, the, so, like, the, if I remember correctly, at the end, like, the, the battle, like, the, the biggest uh, fight was between uh, anarchists, this was like one group that like had this like you know community library space uh, in the in, in the film and like one branch of artists maybe sculptors maybe something but anyway they, they then like these like artists they called on like the owner of the of the of the building like to complain like you know this is like a kindergarten so like they're squatting the building but now like they decided to like you know that they don't like this so they are calling on the and so like the guy was just like you know everybody leave uh and and everybody felt this you know took this as a as a relief to an extent like you know in the sense that like you know everybody were already like you know fed up with this like you know in dynamics that was like you know i mean created by us by like having such a broad coalition like you know too broad that's what we learned like that you really should have some kind of, 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 of constraints in, in the beginning. But this also led them to, you know, creation of couple of new spaces, uh, you know, like, you know, these people who were like, you know, inhabiting the Inex film and organizing programs, they like, you know, ended up like, you know, having uh, now their own, you know, some squats, some like, you know, rented cheap, uh, cheap spaces. And like, so like, you know, it continued to live in, 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 in various shapes and forms, uh, and uh, but like separated for you know better or worse, but probably for better for most of people taking part in uh, in it. But like you know, it really like you know it it, it does uh, stay as uh, as an important event in the in the you know life of you know independent cultural scene uh, and us especially uh, of, of Belgrade. Yeah, I can imagine people dynamics in general is hard to deal with, but especially when people have different mindsets and values, like it's easier to work with people that have a shared um, value system for sure. But that's amazing that you guys started that because you really shifted people's perspective of what is possible and you received so many ripple effects from that. I really see the effects of the pandemic on cities as an opportunity for revitalization that is for and by the people. So what advice would you give to citizens and other cities that are seeking ways to take ownership of the commons? Oh, wow, that's a difficult question. I mean, but at least this pandemic showed how public spaces are important for the city and why we should nurture public spaces and common spaces. 
um, and uh, yeah, what makes uh, what makes public space uh, common is basically collective action. So yes, that we should all really be aware of what is happening in our uh, in our surrounding and uh, try to, uh, uh, to to protect it. Uh, especially, I mean, in our context, it's like every uh, free space is in danger of uh, undesirable development. Just that, like the real estate is eating like a cancer, the whole city. So you really need to kind of follow all the process, processes and what is happening and to be able to react on time, which brings us into a situation where you don't have uh, 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 time, enough yeah, time and resources to kind of be proactive. And that's something that I really like. Uh, what we are trying now, for example, and this is something that we are currently working on, is a vision of Belgrade for the next 20 years. So uh, we uh, thought that we use we are using the opportunity of having the, the master plan of Belgrade being drafted now for the next 20 years. Uh, and we are using it as a chance to have our say. So we are creating kind of uh, alternative document through different working groups and we will also test next year kind of citizens assembly we're running the campaign right now there is kind of a discussion about the goals and where do we want to, to live in the in next 20 years and it's interesting I mean what I'm learn what I'm learning from this process is that uh, first of all, this is really a, a, a fine space to have a dialogue about our future without uh, being trapped in the everyday politics, which is something that is uh, we are completely, you know, uh, overtaken by that. Uh, and the second thing is that we are talking about the near future, but people are not used to talk about it. You know, when somebody asks you, what do you want? Where, would, where do you see yourself? Where would you like to live? they they don't know it, it seems so far but yet it's not so far the majority of us will hopefully still be uh, alive but the thing is that what i'm thinking about is that nobody uh, ever asked them that's why they don't know how to reply because no one ever asked them what do you want and when you start like digging there you will see that they're really great ideas you know and that people know what they want from the and they are like basic needs you know i would like to have clean air clean water, uh, affordable housing, roof over, over my head, public spaces, parks, these kind of things, you know, so like human, human design spaces. So in that sense, I, I don't know what would be my exact device, but, uh, uh, just like to think, um, yeah, to follow, to react and to pro be proactive in terms of uh, of the space and in the cities uh, people live. When we were starting, uh, like you know, two uh, two pieces of advice that that uh, I nurtured and still find quite useful were. So one is this uh, old uh, graffiti motive is that like you know it's easier to get uh, forgiveness than permission. Uh, so like you know that's like, I mean especially in environments like you know Serbia it, it, it you know is evidently true in the sense that like you know people won't object if you occupy like a building but uh, like to get uh, permission to do that is like you know nearly impossible uh, and then another thing that uh, that uh, i uh, always go back to is this uh, 
this old guy who used to be a first uh, organizer in, in this like you know illegal suburb of of, of, of Belgrade, uh, which like you know as it wasn't you know. I love that um, you guys have started to uh, reimagine what the city can look like in the next 20 years. I've actually started my own little Google Doc of how I would like to reimagine New York, like what type of things can be implemented, um, especially now where I just see that there's so much um, possibility and just like creating a map even of certain places that we want to see, how can we reimagine green spaces, um, and yeah, and really honoring the assets that we have in our community. Like if we're delegating 100 hours to a person, what is that person really good in? Um, are they good with um, like with redesigning? Are they good with talking to people? Like just honoring people's skills outside of their nine to five jobs. Um, so on that note of optimism of the future, how do you guys envision a changed world? As I said, Eva is much Well, yeah, I'm over optimistic and especially during the holidays. <laughs> I get lots of critiques on that. <laughs> Um, oof, yeah, um, it will require, uh, like the, 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 the change of, uh, of the whole system, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. And where to start? I mean, uh, I don't know where to start now and not to make it as a political speech, but also not to, <laughs> to make it as a mission impossible. Uh, but maybe just like for starting, taking back the city, um, standing in solidarity with different initiatives, recognizing uh, all those who are in needs, helping them, supporting them, uh, sharing your own skills and, uh, and resources uh, that you have and kind of creating these networks and alliances that can bring the, the, the desired change from, from bottom up. Yeah, that's, that would be like in short, the, the recipe. Let's see if that can work. And then take over the means of productions and then you have the new system and yeah, that should be that should be the new 
Oh, well, uh, I mean, I would be even more simpler. I, I, I mean, my changed world uh, looks that, like, you know, people are more kinder to each other. Uh, I guess I, I live now, like, ever, I mean, like, in the last two months in the in the village. So, like, here, like, the you don't get to see the, the workings of the system, uh, you know, firsthand as much as you see uh, how does it reflect on people's lives. Uh, and like really for me that would be like you know that that, that would be a sign that uh, the things change in the heart uh, is that like you know people are kinder to each other uh, but also yeah you know happier I mean that's it like a really uh, I mean there is this work that, uh, that that needs to be done that Eva explained and then there is a Oh, no, 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 you won't get me to say smile on people's face. That's beautiful because that's what it comes down to. We all have sh the one thing we can agree on is that we want love, we want happiness and care. So thank you both so, so much for your wisdom and your work that you're doing in this world. Um, just thank you. Thank you for your time and energy. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm on a mission to get these little known solutions out to as many people as possible. So please help me by sharing, leaving a like and a review. If you would like to stay in the loop about future episodes, please subscribe to the podcast or my newsletter at cooperativejournal.com. Because I didn't say save the world, I said change the world, improve it, make it better than we find it.